you've been doing a lot of sales in your shop, serving customers, closing deals, and what if I come up to you and ask, what's the key factor that determines the purchasing decision of the customer? And many of us actually tell, well, because of the value of the product, because of the promotion, because of the brand loyalty, because of the service I actually offer. But what if I tell you, all of this happens way before what if I tell you the customer purchasing decision has done way before it even enters the shop? This is Daryl Tan, researcher, retail psychologist. And welcome to the Shopper's Theory, where we help retailers to actually grow the business by using science. If you ever actually studied war, all right, it's not just about how strong the general or the soldiers or the technology has been used, but in fact, it's all the preparation before the war even really starts. That determines the victory or the failure of the war. Now, when we talk about customer, all right, it is also the same thing. Now, based on one of the latest research I actually done, okay, uh, early of 2019, I actually found out there's actually two main factors. Yes, there's only two main factors that determines the customer purchasing position. Now, the first one is what we call as the clarity of product in mind. And the second one is what we call as the final decision maker. Okay, so let's go into different elements, one at a time. The first one is what we call as the clarity of product in mind. Now, over here, we are referring to does the customer knows exactly what they want. Now, over here, actually, I found out that there's actually three categories right here. The first one is what we call as very clear, all right? Very clear over here means, the very clear product in mind here means they know exactly what they want. Now this one includes the brand, includes the size of the product, the color, the design, every single thing is like a very clear cut in their mind. The moment they end the shot, they just go straight for the product. And one thing's for sure, according to research, it stated that 63% of the customer has so clear of product in mind just before they enter the shop. Right? So that means that even before the start of the battle, it's already been determined, at least from what's been stated right here. The next one is what we call as the clear product in mind. Now, slightly different than the previous version we call very clear. Clear means they know what they want, features, or maybe the benefit that they're looking into. For example, they enter a shop, a convenience shop, they want to get a shampoo. They know that they want to get an anti-dandruff shampoo, so they go to the shop and shelf and they start to see, wow, there are so many anti-dandruff shampoo. I mean, there's this brand, this brand, this brand. Which one should I choose? That is what we call as clear product in mind. They know what they want, but not exactly as clear as the previous version. The previous one we talk about very clear means they would know, okay, I want this particular brand. Probably I've already done the research, okay? So that's the difference between both very clear and clear all right now going into this research it stated that about 35 percent of customers knows what they want okay at least based on the features or product benefit the last part is what we call as not clear of product in mind so yes there are some people they just don't have any specific product in mind before they come into the shop now, you actually normally see this kind of customer just walk in the shop and really browse around. Probably they get, uh, they caught some interest, right, in certain things, but they may not be really aware about it, okay? 
So what happened is that two percent, according to research, two percent of the customers, um, they don't exactly know what they're looking for, but they just simply enter the shop and just browse around, right? So if you have actually been in retail business, you have actually seen a lot of this kind of customer. They just browse around, right? Now whether they buy or not is another another thing, but the fact is they don't have specific things in mind. Okay. Now this is only just want to determine on whether they know what they want to buy. Right. It doesn't mean that uh, they will not change or you are unable to persuade. We're going to talk more about that in the later part. Okay, We're going to talk about that in the next episode. Coming to the next part, which is all the final decision maker. Now, there are actually two areas you're going to look into. Either the self or the other. Okay, Now, let's look into the self. Now, if the final decision maker is the self, when we talk about final decision maker, it refers to the purchasing decision. Okay, so this actually happens on the personality too. That means this group of people, they will want to feel that they are the one that's in control. They're the one who actually make that decision, not because of other people's opinion, not because of uh, other people's uh, persuasion, but rather they feel that I know I want to buy because it's me. I'm the one who make the decision. If the seller or the staff wants to really convince the person, it is very important to create that environment that we're talking about final decision maker for self, okay? We're actually referring to this group of customers wanted to feel that they are the one who makes the decision, not because of being influenced by online or maybe persuasion by other people, but they feel that they are the one who makes that right decision. Remember, I'm telling you that it's not that they make the purchasing decision, but rather they want to feel that they are the one who makes that decision. Thus, if you're a retail staff, it is very important that you create that kind of environment. So for example, I would strongly su suggest the staff to actually use words like suggest, in my opinion, what do you think? Or maybe provide several options for them to actually choose. So that way the customer will feel that they are the one that's in control because the sense of uh, security and control for this group of customers is pretty high. They want to feel the sense of achievement that they are the one who made that purchase. The next one is what we call as others. Now, what I mean for others is basically these three groups, okay? Whether is it because of the staff persuasion, technique, whether is it because the friends and family, or whether is it the review of some online post. So basically there's three different channels over here. But regardless any one of them, this group of people want some confidence. They want some confirmation before they really make the purchase. Thus it is important if you're as a staff, right, to actually keep some of these testimonials or maybe some of these achievement awards. Whether it's an online post on influencers or people has been using, they have some testimonials uh, shared on the websites. It's always important to share with this group of people. Now, whether they, they truly trust the staff or not, it depends on whether they view you as the experts in that particular field. All right? The moment you actually create the credibility as you're the expert on that field, for example, um, if they actually enter into a uh, health and fitness shop, okay, where you sell all the gym equipments and so on. If they view you as a person who has been always going to gym or always into exercise and you know what you're talking about, they would actually listen to you easily. All right. So of course, some of us will still, uh, some of them, they will actually still look back into online reviews and so on. But that being said, they will trust you more as they view you as the expert on the particular industry. So there you have it. All right. 
In this video, we've actually been talking about the two key elements that determine the purchasing decision. And like I say, all this happens way before they even enter the shop. So the first one is all about the clarity in mind, okay, which is very clear, clear, and not clear. And the next one is about final purchasing decision, whether is it because of self or others. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about how we actually combine these two elements and determine the types of customer when they enter. And more importantly, how can we as a seller? That's all for this show. So I'll see you in the next video. So until then, let's ring the tail. So one of the common uh, types of customers that you probably face, okay? So I'd like to hear some of your thoughts. So uh, put your, uh, share your thoughts on the comments down below, right? So until then, let's ring the tail.